Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Preview. Cups preview. Cups preview. Cups preview. From the Sun Rancho Show. Howdly doodly there, Rantorinos. It's Danny Rocket flying solo this morning. It's uh, 6.38 on Thursday morning as the Cubs are about to face the Diamondbacks in a weekend series uh, here in Chicago, just a mile south of where I currently sit. So, um, yeah, why am I doing this solo? I don't know. I didn't. Uh, Michael got a job at the library. Crawley's got a real job. There was no time. The games were at night. Like, last night was a night game. Didn't end until 10 o'clock. It just didn't seem like it was going to work out that we could do the live show. So we'll be back with the live show on Sunday at either 7 or 8 o'clock. We're trying to figure that out. little bit of uh, uh, scheduling issue, but... Uh, I want to talk about the Diamondbacks. This is going to be kind of like a good old-fashioned preview episode, as you could tell by the theme song I just played you all. And we'll talk a little bit about the Diamondbacks, who we just actually saw. Not we, me. I'm going to talk about it to you. Um, they they just got swept by the Dodgers, which we know all about that. But the, they did it in L.A., which we did it at Wrigley. Uh, they've lost their last six, including two to us last weekend when we were over there. Uh we're not going to see the one pitcher we're not going to see is the one that I actually wanted to see uh, just to boo him. Uh, Zach Davies. He got beat uh, on Wednesday by the Dodgers. And apparently he completely ghosted his wife for an entire year as he divorced her. So uh, <laughs> we'll talk about that on Sunday. I don't know what there is to talk about. I'm just going to look into it more. And if there's more to talk about, we'll talk about it. But either way, we'll make fun of it. Uh, they are currently in last place, which is a little worse than the Cubs, who are in fourth place because we lost to the Pirates last night, and that put us back behind them yet once again. Last weekend when we played Arizona, we outscored them 10-8. to They're pretty close games, and we did manage to win two of three, including the last two games of the series, which is why they've lost six straight. So they're scuffling a little bit right now. They're not a great team. Um, they're not a terrible team. They're in a hard division, and uh, they kind of surprise people out of the gate in the first place to even get to where they are right now because they're not – they actually have a uh, – I'm looking it up right now. They have a 18 and 21 record, and the Cubs are 15 and 21. So they've played three more games, uh, and they've won them. So they are – technically a better team than the Cubs, even though they're in last place in that tough division. So uh, their offense, I mean, it's not great. Bottom third OPS, and the Cubs are average in that department. Uh, they are seventh in homers, so they are hitting it out of the park. The Cubs are the eighth worst team in that department. The uh, Diamondbacks are third in walks, and uh, the Cubs are average. So they will take their walks and they'll hit a home run. So if, as long as we don't do that, 
then we should be okay. Uh, they are third in strikeouts, so they do strike out quite a bit, and the Cubs are 10th in that department. So a little bit of a rise there. Uh, the Cubs were doing a really great job making a lot of contact and putting the ball in play. That has changed slightly. We're striking out a little bit more. Um Average in stolen bases, they get caught a lot, though. So do the Cubs. Each team has been caught nine times. And uh, the Diamondbacks have scored the eighth fewest runs in the major leagues, and the Cubs are average in that department. So uh, pitching-wise, we'll talk about the the bull penis. Terrible over there in Arizona. Uh, the Cubs is good. Uh, 308 earned run average on the season to the... Diamondbacks 473. So it's well over a run and a half better here in Chicago. Uh, they're the third worst bullpen by ERA, which what counts more than giving up runs. Uh, the Cubs are still first in strikeouts. Uh, the Diamondbacks are second to last. The Diamondbacks are average in walks. Uh, the Cubs now in the top third of MLB, and that meaning good, like we don't walk a lot of guys, which Remember, I mean, just a, a year or two ago, it was exactly the opposite. We are one of the most walkingest teams in the major leagues. So the Pitch Lab, uh, where's the drop? Welcome to Pitch Lab. Um, the Cubs have given up the eighth most home runs, though, out of the bullpen, and the Diamondbacks are average. Uh, defensively, the Diamondbacks 707 Durr, or as it's known on this show, Seven oh seven, it's pretty good. Anything above seven hundred is pretty damn decent, and uh, it's better than the Cubs six eighty eight. They're above league average, and we're below league average. However, and maybe I should explain Durr real quick. Uh, Defensive efficiency ratio is just basically a measure measure of how many outs you can get. Uh, based upon batted balls in play. So, except for home runs, which you can't do anything about. Um, uh, so, it, so basically, it's like if the ball is played, I'll just say it. All right, defensive efficient, efficiency ratio is used to evaluate team defense by finding out the rate of times batters reach base on balls put in play, but they take out homers because there's nothing you can do anything at. So basically, every ball hit into the field of play, how likely is the defense to convert that into an out. So pretty damn important to if a ball's in play that you get the out. So, um, yeah, they, they're better than us at that. And, uh, and um, you know, we know this. The uh, ball's popping off of gloves. VR's kind of a butcher. Uh, Ildemaro Vargas has been kind of a butcher out there. Now we got Angelton Simmons, so maybe this improves. I mean, shortstop's such an important uh, dis, uh, position. Nico Horner's out now. We got Nick Madrigal out, although his defense hasn't been stellar. But, you know, it's something that the Cubs do lack at this point. Uh, interested to see how it's going to go uh, with the new guy. Uh, I don't know how long he's going to be up for. But uh, to me, it's like you you put a rookie out there, you're just asking for a little bit more of the same, I would say. So, uh, you know, you got Morrell out there. He played third base last night. Got got another hit, too. Struck out a couple times. So welcome to the bigs. But we'll talk all about that home run he hit. That was so freaking exciting on uh, Tuesday night. But we'll do that on Sunday when we talk about the Pirates series. 
Uh, so yeah, the de- the Diamondbacks, the Demonbacks, have the second most errors in the major leagues, though, despite having a strong dur. Cubs are average with errors, they have fewer. And uh, the one stat I thought was interesting um, is that the Cubs have turned the third most double plays. So uh, do with that what you want. It means there was somebody on first, probably, and uh, you're getting two outs for one. That's a good thing. You got a lot of ground ball pitchers, but they're turning them. That's a good thing to see. Uh, The Diamondbacks have nine fewer. Uh, I thought I'd bring back little. I picked up this rake at Home Depot. Uh, Rakes, flakes, throws, blows for this episode. Uh, Rakes, wow, uh, Christian Walker, their first baseman, Three dongs this week for this is just this week's stats. So I'm just kind of looking at who's coming in hot and who's coming who's coming in not hot. Uh, and the and I kind of think of it as opposite. So if Christian Walker has three dongs this week, that means he probably won't hit a home run at Wrigley Field. He already has hit his home runs for the week, so that's a good thing. So maybe think of this as opposite. So first baseman Christian Walker, three home runs on the week for an OPS of 1.073, which uh, that ain't too shabby. I'd take it on our team. That's for freaking sure. Um, flakes. Uh, I haven't worried about Flakes since my grunge days. Paven Smith has uh, struck out in 13 of his last 28 at-bats. So <laughs> he's coming in not hot. And so watch out for Paven Smith. He's ready to turn it around at Wrigley. Uh, the bullpen... We'll do our throws and blows out of the bullpen because, you know, that's what matters most for this because the starters are, I'll tell you about them in a second. But they got a couple of really strong lefties out of that pen. Uh, Joe Mantiply, be fruitful in Mantiply. He's only given up one earned run in 14.2 innings pitched for a .61 earned run average. Now, I doubt he's going to end the season with a .61, so I think it's time to uh, get that that sucker over one, if you know what I mean. Uh, then they also have a guy named Lefty Kyle Nelson. Uh, 16 strikeouts to only two walks in 14.2 innings pitched for a 1.23 ERA. So if you're looking for <laughs> big time, if, you, if you've got all your hopes pinned on any lefty in the Cubs lineup towards the end of the game and a close one, uh, it's probably not going to work out because they got these two weapons down there. Uh, who blows on the team? Uh, oh yeah, to throw it up, motherfucker, throw it up. That's the uh, throws song. And then um, blows, just put your lips, lips together and blow. I'll get the drops ready for next time I do this. Who cares, really? It's just a preview of a stupid team we just saw. Which, that kind of sucks to me too. It's like, I like it when you see a team in one form earlier in the year and another form later in the year. It's just a total problem of the scheduling. makes no sense to me why they're doing it like this. Um, It's, I don't know. It's not baseball. It's like, it's unbalanced. Um, Whatever. It's, it is what it is. Uh, But blows uh, Mark Melanson, uh, their quote unquote closer, although he has saved all but one of his save opportunity situations. He's not been good. Um, He's got an 803 earned run average He's 37 now, so um, he hasn't had an ERA over four since 2017. Um, 
you know, he's been really good throughout his career, and he's played for a lot of different teams, like eight different teams in like 12 or 13 years. So he's been around the block quite a bit, but he is not having a good season. Uh, maybe he's done. So if if he comes in trying to save a ball game, you got a good chance that he might not be able to do it, although he has converted most of his save opportunities. Uh, let's talk about the weather. Um in this series, it's going to be a factor, I'm guessing. Um, tonight, not so much. So for the first game of this series, uh, it's going to be 82 down to 67. An absolutely perfect night for a ball game. Those tickets are super cheap right now on StubHub. People are not buying into the Cubs, I guess, or even buying into the fact that it's a nice night. So I mean, usually it's weather is the number one factor, and I haven't seen it yet. Um really make a difference here in Chicago. So it's a beautiful day here, Chicago, but tomorrow it's going to get significantly worse. Um, You're going to have um, cloudy skies, thunderstorms in the afternoon, a few severe, it says, high of 83, and the chance of rain tomorrow is 70%. Now, most of those showers and thunderstorms are going to be at night, um, and the temperature is going to drop down to 58. So you got an 80% chance of rain at that point. Now, um, that's going to be, you got the Fergie uh, event in the morning. I think they get it in. Uh, the game, <laughs> maybe you get a couple hours and it rains. I don't know if you get to the fifth. It might be short, and this is the Diamondbacks' only trip to Wrigley. Uh, I don't think the Sox are playing the West. I'm not exactly sure, but uh, as far as like if if they would come back and play in Chicago later on this year, but uh, they're going to try to get all four of these games in. So you might see a doubleheader this weekend. And the reason you might see it is because of Saturday. Now, this is kind of a problem here. Um, so there's a bleacher bump band show on Saturday. And to be frank, like I don't know what I'm going to do if the game gets washed out. Um, I mean, we could play anyway, but like who the hell is going to be around? <laughs> so um, it's all kind of predicated on the the ball game. So we may play anyway. Um, our bass player, Jarrett, currently has COVID. Uh, so we're trying to rehearse a new guy in. Jarrett might test negative, at which point he will play. But then it might get rained out and we just might not play. So I don't know what's going to happen. I really don't. Um, we're just going to kind of play that one by ear. Uh, depending on when they rain the game out. I mean, we'll see. But it's scattered thunderstorms in the morning and then becoming more widespread in the afternoon. Chance of rain 70% for Saturday. And it's just going to continue to rain all day. Um, So then on Sunday, when the temperatures really does drop down to 55, um, you might have two games. We might be seeing a good old-fashioned, and I don't think it'll be a day-night. I bet you they start one at like 11 o'clock, uh, I mean, I don't think it's going to be one ticket price, but uh, they might start one early, like at 12.05, and then get the other one going by 4, because they're going to try to get that out. They're going to try to get these games done by, I don't know, by the time Sunday Night Baseball rolls around, because they can't conflict with that, based upon, um, I think, just TV. is Because one time I was at a game, uh, and it was a Sunday, and it rained, it rained, it rained. And the sun came out about 3 o'clock. We had been sitting there drinking beer and spending all our money. Sun finally came out, and then they canceled the game. 
uh, I was really pissed off, and this was this was years ago. But the reason they canceled the game is because it was going to go up against Sunday Night Baseball. So uh, we'll see what they do. I'm not uh, totally sure how this is going to work out. It's too bad you can't like preemptively have a doubleheader, <laughs> uh, even though Sunday looks like a perfect game to play to. Uh, and S- Sunday used to be the big doubleheader day. But alas, that ship has sailed. So yeah, weather definitely going to be a factor for all sorts of reasons. Uh, game one, we got uh, Zach Gallen, who we saw last weekend, and we beat him. Uh, he's 2-0 and with a 105. That's what we beat. And Marcus Stroman is back from the COVID IL. He's 1-3 uh, with a 5-1-3 ERA. So, but his last start was really good. So uh, we'll talk about that in a second. Um, Cubs beat Gallen despite uh, they struck out nine times. Nine times and uh, they only got one run on two hits and they only walked once but uh, you remember this is the Jan Gomes game and we ended up scoring three in the ninth inning so it really is the bad bullpen that you're gonna want to get to their starters are pretty good um they've been solid this year so you you want to get into that pen as fast as you can um Oh, we beat him. And well, Jan Gomes beat him. Uh, so Marcus Stroman's back. Don't let the ERA fool you. He does have a 5 1 3, a couple of bad outings there. But his last start on May 1st was seven innings of shutout, two hit ball versus the Brewers. Um, Kettle Marte does pretty well off of him. Uh, David Peralta is the only home run. And uh, if you're looking for somebody that he can just absolutely own, uh, Nick Ahmed, uh, two for 11 with five Ks against Marcus Stroman. But uh, for the most part, uh, I, I like our chances in this game one, uh, even though Zach Gallen is probably their ace. I expect Marcus Stroman to come back super strong. Um, he's uh, <laughs> He's got to. He's just got to. We just lost to the Pirates last night. Let's get on another winning streak. The Diamondbacks aren't good. They're scuffling right now. Sweep the leg. Game two, Umberto Castellanos. He's 2-1. Uh, we faced him, too. Uh, he's 2-1 with a 4-15 versus Kyle Hendricks, who's 2-3 with a 4-0-3 ERA. Um, so we faced Umberto, and we won. It, 5.1 innings pitched. For Umberto, he gave up two runs, five strikeouts. And in that game, Ortega and Wisdom homered off of him. So let's do it again. Uh, Kyle Hendricks, uh, he gave up one run on five hits through 5.2 innings pitched uh, this week against the Pirates. Two walks, only two strikeouts. Um, In 114 plate appearances collectively from the Diamondbacks, they are slashing, slashing 231, 286, 356 uh, in 114 plate appearances. Um, so only Luplo has homered off of him. So uh, home Kyle, I mean, that's that's uh, Dr. Hendo right there, not Mr. Kyle. Game three, uh, our old friend Madison Bumgarner. Two and two with a 229 earned run average going up against Justin Steele. Now, this is the one I think is going to get washed out. It's also Patrick Wisdom bobblehead day, so we'll see what they do about that. Uh, Steele is one and four with a 450. Uh, Madison Bumgarner is only 32. He throws with his left hand, as does Justin Steele. It's a battle of the lefties. 
and uh, he hasn't given up more than three runs this year. But he's pretty much only going five innings on the regular. Uh, he only had one strikeout versus the Dodgers the last time he went out there. Uh, Jonathan VR kind of owns him. Five for seven with a homer and two doubles for a 2.179 OPS. So I'm going to tell Crawley to beat the streak with uh, with our man uh, JV. But he might not he, he might not even start. So um, who knows? Uh, Justin Steele, uh, man, he did quite well against Arizona last time he pitched, uh, six innings pitched, two runs on three hits, 10 strikeouts against Arizona. So take what you take this with, I don't know, a grain of salt. Sometimes I think if you get carved up by a guy and it was just that week, there's a pretty good chance that you're going to be like, all right, what did this guy do to me to strike me out? And you're going to be a little bit more focused on how to beat him. So if this game gets played, and that's a big if, I, and either way, they're going to face Justin Steele at some point, whether it be Saturday or Sunday. Um, but I, I do expect that it's not going to go quite as well as it did for Steele um, just because they just saw him, and we have not seen Mad Bum. Um, so, I, yeah, he's only Mad Bum's only 32. I was kind of surprised at that. I used to feel like he's been around for 50 years. Um, game four, they don't know who they're throwing out there yet. Uh, they've got the old uh, Tittles, Baron, Dingleberry uh, pitching for them. I don't know what it's going to be for the Cubs. They have already announced Wade Miley, uh, who's 1-0 and with a 270. Uh, Wade was great uh, the last time he pitched against the Pirates this week. He was seven innings pitched, one run, six strikeouts versus the Bucks, And uh, – only Jordan Luplo has seen him, um, and he's two for thirteen with a with a couple of walks. So uh, there's your there's your preview of this Diamondback series. Uh, I they're gonna try to get these games in. It's gonna be difficult. Uh, too bad they can't just do a doubleheader today and say Saturday's not gonna happen. But that that is not going to be the case. It's not how baseball works. Maybe someday they'll figure out how to, I don't know, read the weather. Because <laughs> it looks like a sure washout on Saturday right now. Um, I will mention that uh, tickets for this series, the whole series, are pretty inexpensive for a weekend series at Wrigley Field and kind of moving towards late May. I'm a little surprised. Even Saturday, well, Saturday is all because of the weather. Those tickets have been dying on the vine. But please use our links at sunranto.com slash stubhub. And as always... Thanks for listening to the Sunranto show and especially to our Patreon supporters who keep this show live and on the air. Well, this one, well, I'm live right now, but you're going to be hearing it taped because we didn't go live with this one because it is 7 a.m. on a Thursday. But when your cat wakes you up, you just do these kind of things with your life. Um, anyway, that's that's it, baby. That's that's your preview episode. Uh, you know, I just appreciate y'all and uh, we'll talk to you on Sunday night at either 7 or 8 o'clock. Just look for that news. And uh, we'll be right back at you. Spoo cog, as Dave Kaplan would say. Or go Cubs backwards. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued, 
at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting, but Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give, but what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are too. I've tried so many bras in the past, and the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough, to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. Shop Skims Bras at skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select Podcast in the survey, and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows.